my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. It's Geek Stuff, TNG. What the fuck is a reboot? We're gonna be rolling out a lot of new things. Where the stars of this piece of shit? Oh, are you? I am the sandwich. No one of consequence. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am West Coast Scott! How the hell did I get roped into this? Show me what you got. Scotty, beam me up. The force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. And here we go. Bright light said it gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. There's a thousand pretty women waiting out there. They're all living the devil may care. And I'm just a devil with love to spare. So Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. How I wish that there were more than 24 hours in the day Even if there were 40 more, I wouldn't sleep a minute away Oh, there's blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel A fortune won and lost on every deal All you need is strong heart and a nerve steel Viva Las Vegas Viva all right, gentlemen, we'll start this episode by saying, uh, in the immortal words of Mr. Wesley Snipes, always bet on black, because I just got back from Vegas. Four and a half hours straight, no stops, just so I could be here to record with you fine gentlemen. Okay, for the record, I asked you to do me a favor in Vegas. Did you do it? Honestly, I never got back into the casino. Come on, man. I asked you and you were on the way. No, no, you, I was already there. I had already done my one night of gambling. We honestly, Man. so we had this trip planned before Delta like really exploded because a friend of ours was getting engaged and we were there that, and she didn't know. So it was kind of a surprise engagement. And so we had a very small get together for, to celebrate that. And then I had tickets to Guns N' Roses and did not go because I did not want to be in a jam packed Allegiant Stadium with, you know, whatever, 50,000 gnr fans so um i mean i just flat out didn't go couldn't didn't sell couldn't sell the tickets and you know wasted was it slash it. or Buckethead? uh it was slash i mean it's this is guns and roses so wow. i mean yeah and i saw them so they, oh go ahead so they got uh what's his name the lead singer the fat lead singer yeah axel axel rose and slash and and you know most of the original crew are back and they i saw them like I think it was five years ago, four years ago, um, when Axel had broken his leg. So I got to see them in Vegas, and it was a good show. Oh, it was a great show, but it the was... Guns and Crutches tour. Yeah, that was the tour that I got to see them on. So I kind of wanted to see them again now that Axel can run around, but I just I wasn't willing to brave the crowds uh, with a Delta variant. And so we were in Vegas with some family, but we basically just hung out in the hotel. We only did um, out, outdoor things. We went and saw the uh, Museum of Neon at night you know, which is like an outdoor little tour of the, you know, the vintage neon, which was really a lot of fun. I would 
highly recommend it. But are you we didn't piling do... on the excuses for not um, gambling in, on my behalf? Yeah, because I did. I didn't. We didn't go to the casinos. Didn't want to be inside with people. I'm just checking. Yeah. Just making sure. I could have. I could have just said, "Yeah, I bet," and you lost. I mean, you know. You could have. I. You're not that kind of guy. Uh, I'm not that kind of guy. So, so there you go. Yeah. yeah. So West Coast Scott was in Vegas for the weekend, and uh, he's back in time to record. What have you gentlemen awesome. been up to? So let me uh, let me just uh, let's take a moment uh, to uh, recognize Chimps Nanny uh, in the chat with us, and he is saying sandwich is lazy. Well done, Chimps Chimps Nanny. Nanny. I'm, It's amazing how people can pick up on these on these little factoids about us um, just from listening to the show. I I don't know what I did. How did I piss off my grandmother today? Not my, my. I didn't do it. I didn't say it. No, no, I know. So I'm trying to figure out what I did. I'm sure he'll tell you. I'm, I'm intrigued now. I'm going to have to text her after the show what I did. Is Chimps Nanny your grandma? Is that Grandmama? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I did not I know that. I knew that. Now I know. Well, speaking of yeah. the chat room in the Instagram Wait, does live. That sandwich the chimp in Chimps yes. Nanny? Uh, I'm one of the chimps. Oh, I see. Okay, I get it now. It depends on where the uh, apostrophe goes. Is it chimps nanny or chimps's nanny? Chimps's nanny. Well, anyways, let's let's do the, the the Patreon plug there. Hey, first of all, if you want to be part of the show and uh, support us on Patreon, you can do that at as low as a dollar a month in which you get access to our Discord server where you can chat with members of the team. Remember, you have to at mention Kev, but if you do, he will respond. I did respond to somebody this week who mentioned me. You absolutely did. And then for $3 a month, it's the Early Bird Special. So we record this episode typically on Monday night. So the Early Bird Special, you'll get uh, early access to the episodes typically Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. And then uh, for $5 a month, you get the bonus round. And that includes both a weekend bonus show with our dear friend Sandwich, the Sandwich Shop. Uh, what was it this last week? We have, another, we have another friend sandwich? No, the, the one I, and only sandwich. Oh, because you said, you said dear friend. No, I have, I have a distant cousin. Uh, his name is Falafel. Oh, I got it. Now I have to dig out the cricket Wait. sound effect again. Okay, the, go ahead. The, the, <laughs> the, the bad sandwich jokes continue. So what was this week? It was 249. No. <sighs> what was this week on the sandwich shop? It's Blade 2. Blade, Blade two. 2. And so that means next week will be logically Blade 3. Or Blade of we, I, I have to watch it by myself, which is kind of sad because I don't think my friends can watch it with me this week for DD. But I will suffer. It's not suffer. I, 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 I. <laughs> watch Blade through a lot more than the other ones for some reason. <laughs> so I'm a little more familiar with it. So and then we'll Kev, it's been a while since I've seen it. Kev, you pointed out uh, why he's watching the Blade movies because they're playing Strahd. Now, do you have yeah. the uh, do you have the like re was it Strahd revamped the one that comes in the big uh, uh, coffin? Um. My friend does not buy physical books. He just downloads everything onto his computer. Oh. I do both. 
Yeah, that was that was one well, of my Christmas gifts. Like, ubiquitous clandestine source for books online uh, is is palpable. So, so I do both. Keeps my books nice. Plus, I keep my character sheets online now. Anyway, so right. Well, so you get to the sandwich shop where, uh, as a bonus show every weekend, uh, goes up on Sundays. And then also, twice a month, on the 1st and the 15th, so coming up uh, before this episode airs, but after we record, will be the next vintage episode. I believe it's episode 62. And uh, it's a very... Is that the one that has all the uh, very important moments? It is. Yeah, that's very historical. Yeah, so so highly recommend that you join the at least at the five dollar level to get access to those uh, vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek stuff over on the Patreon, and then for ten dollars a month you get to join the fabulous Instagram Live and see all the magic happening—the twenty minutes of us arguing back and forth before the show starts. All the magic will happen. Now there's what other, Kev eats. Big Kev's eat stuff. Yeah, what was yeah. it today? It was cabbage. It was just my lunch. It had cabbage in it. Sandwich thought it looked like noodles, but it wasn't. It was just cabbage. I thought it, I'm, I'm thinking of the scene in uh, Lost Boys now. It's just noodles, Michael. Eat, it's not worms. You're maggots, Michael. Kev, or I'm sorry, Dom, have you ever seen the Lost Boys? No. Oh. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. That will go right along with your Strahd campaign. Go right that's, from that's Blade true. Trinity right that's into the Lost that Boys. One. Wait, that's Lost Boys. Oh, I've seen bits of that. I haven't seen seen all of it but i did no, watch part of it not acceptable write it down yeah that's a very strong can i wait till like halloween for that <laughs> no we have other movies have you seen the movie halloween i don't do scary movies then the answer is no because we have a movie for you to for watch you. during halloween called halloween no it's i'll watch monster scary squad. it was I'll... scary in 1979 it's i'll watch scary now monsters squad it's not monsters. Well, I'll watch Monster Squad. Okay, It'll be scary you, for me. You'll watch what you're told to watch. All right, so let's hope for more vampires. We'll just have keep the vampires running on uh, the sandwich shop, and then uh, if you want to be part of the show, it, other than on the Patreon or the Discord, you can also call us on the GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven, or you can send us an email. At geeksoftng at gmail.com. All right. So that wraps up the uh, the business of getting the episode started. Let's move into the news. First, I saw an article today about uh, somebody who's very important, I think, in the genre. Mr. Frank Oz. Sandwich. Yeah. Do you know who Frank Oz is? He did Yoda. Well done. Yes, he did. Who he else? He did some other people, too. I think I saw Yoda in, with his name. Yeah. What else has he done? The pup- uh, well, if I'm going based off this article, uh, <laughs> is there? <laughs> if I'm cheating my way through, he did a lot of Muppets. Is there? A f- yeah, a lot of Muppets. A Fozzie Bear, a Piggy. Uh, did your uh, did your did your camera like slip down? Did your camera like slip down? I'm losing your face. Yeah, you got to sit Mine? up or you got to dip that camera a little bit because I don't want these Patreon folks missing out one second of your beautiful visage. I did to read real quick. So you don't know I'm cheating. Well, who's cheating? I wouldn't cheat. Um, At least sit up and read. There you go. No, Kev. Okay. Ugh. Anyways. 
They did a lot of Muppets. Which I like Muppets. I'm a big fan of Muppets. That's good. The last what TV show them? sucked. When they did like when they did the Muppets, uh what the hell was that on? On CBS or something like that, where they were like Muppets in an office. Yeah, it was more like a reality show like, about the about the Muppets. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was that not was the that, last yeah, attempt like, at a Muppet. Kermit show. and Miss Piggy Kermit and Miss Piggy like broke up and Kermit was dating a separate pig. So Kurt's uh, Kermit's got a type. For like an episode or two. Yeah. I don't judge. Yeah, honestly, I mean, I feel like I didn't. You have to do. I didn't watch it, but I feel like one of the things that was not well received is that it was kind of sexualizing the Muppets. Like, yeah, Kermit's dating pigs. That's what. That's his thing. I mean, right? It just it just draws attention to it when he's dating. A, a, you know, he broke up with Miss Piggy, but he's dating another pig. That just was strange. Yeah. Um. But basically, the article was saying that uh, you know Frank Oz. You... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry, sorry. You go. You go. The article was saying that Frank Oz would love to do more Muppets voices, but basically he sees a a very uh, thick line of demarcation between the Disney acquisition of the Muppets and before, and they're just really not interested in using his voice talents. But he feels like the the other people that maybe can do the sound, but they don't have the animus of of the characters. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense for him to say that. It's kind of weird that Disney, I mean, but in fairness... Frank Oz got to be like 78 years old. Yeah. So, you know, with respect to Frank Oz, I'm not saying he can't do anything. He can. But I just think that if they're going to call a a new sort of fan base for the Muppets, they're going to want consistency in those voices. And I don't think Frank Oz is going to, you know, with all due respect, I don't think Frank Oz is going to continue to do voices for a very long time. Mr. Sandwich. So uh, I have an actual genuine question. This might sound silly. Um, so Muppets and Sesame Street are the same people, are they not? Yes. So when did they get split that Disney got the Muppets and HBO has Sesame Street? So Disney owns the Muppets, but there's a clause in the contract that the I believe it's the Children's Television Workshop uh, who produces um, Sesame Street. I believe, I believe the clause in the contract is that they always have access to the Muppets. I think I'm yeah, pretty sure that that works because that's essentially a not-for-profit children's yeah. programming, right? So they get they get use of it. Um, so they get use of the characters and. And all that, like in perpetuity, you know, meaning like forever. So, do you know how many seasons of Muppets there are? You mean Sesame Street? Yes, fifty-one. I believe it's fifty-one, but I could be wrong. Close, Scott. Do you have a guess? I I don't have a guess. It's in that neighborhood. Yeah, forty-five. That's not true. I'm pretty sure. I'm very sure. What year did it start? Like sixty something. I think they had longer seasons though. Maybe 69. Alangu. It's either 69 or 70. That's my guess. Sesame Street. It is 51. Chris Warren is 45. Boom! <laughs> Man, you got it nailed it right on. Oh, uh, wait. You, actually, actually, wait. All right. Prices are actually rules. You actually went over by one. It was 50. <laughs> oh, jeez. Did it start in 69? The thing says 50. No, I don't care what the thing says. Did the show start in 69? It did. 
It's 52. That's not how math works. I don't know what, what you're reading that says 50, but I promise you that 69 and 52 is 2021. I don't know, man. One thing 50, one thing 51. I don't know. They have a lot. Of it's going to be 52 That's, in the fall. It, it this was supposed to be like a little. Like next month is probably 52. Well, I just, I also want to remind you before we move off of uh, Frank Oz that he did direct the dark crystal and Muppets take Manhattan and little shop of horrors, dirty rotten scoundrels. What about Bob? So, you know, quite a few, uh, pretty, he's done some pretty shit. major films that we, that we would all know that he, that yep. he directed. And he certainly could do more directing. So I wouldn't be upset about that. Yeah, although that seems to have slowed down. He, uh, I think the latest thing he did was an episode of Leverage, so you know, nothing major recently on the direction list. Hmm. Speaking of directors, let's talk about uh, Denis Villeneuve. Is that the correct pronunciation? Denis Villeneuve. So he says he's confident that he'll get to make Dune 2. Yeah. Which Remember doesn't, we talked about this? Yeah, that doesn't instill Everybody a lot of confidence in me, yeah. Remember everybody, remember when I said, you know, it's going to happen. Everybody's going to start to realize that this is not one movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's for sure not one movie. And, but I mean, it doesn't seem a hundred percent guaranteed that he gets to make number two. He's confident. I, told, I said this too. I said, what's going to happen is they're going to have a natural in the book. I'm sure I'm right about this. If I'm not right about this and you know better, give us a call at the GVM line. Two zero one seven three zero two five four seven, and uh, and let us know what what your opinion is. But I'm pretty sure that there is a natural time break in the book when Paul is with the Fremen for a. I feel like it's I feel like it's several years, and I think they're taking advantage of that with the films. Because I said, you'll, you'll recall when we talked in, at length about Dune and about the new movie, you will recall that I said that um, it would be impossible for them to do this properly in one movie. Now, clearly it's been done, but you know, the best version of the original Kyle MacLachlan starring version uh, directed by, what's his name? David Lynch. Uh, David Lynch. The, the reason, the best version of that is a four-hour version. And there's a reason because the, the things that they cut are important things. Um, uh, 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 and they flesh out a lot of things in that movie much better than the theatrical cut did. That said, that aside, um, I think they're trying to do it properly now in the same way that they try to do Lord of the Rings properly in the sense of they're not going to cram it into one three-hour movie because it's just not going to work. Sci-fi did uh, an exploration of this book, and it was like, I can't even, I don't even remember how long that was. I feel like it was five episodes, and they were like two hours apiece. But I could be wrong about that. I don't remember, honestly. And it wasn't that good to begin with. But, um, And I said when we talked about this in depth, everybody is going to be shocked to find out that this is not the complete movie. And once the trailers started coming out, you knew it wasn't going to be the complete movie because you don't see 
Paul Atreides all fremened up at all, hardly at all in that trailer. He's wearing a he's wearing a stilt suit in one kind of scene. That's it. You know, and the bit with him and Zendaya and all, there are some things that are from part, clearly from, you know, sort of the end of part one-ish, if that's where I, if they break it where I think they're going to break it. Um, but it was clearly meant to be two films. Um, and he being confident is not really making me confident. Uh, if he has to come out and say, hey, guys, we might get the second half of this story because honestly, if this just ends and they never do a sequel, that will suck huge, huge. And, and I mean, so, you know, with, with COVID and all the, the difficulty at the theaters, that's kind of stacking the deck against it. If it doesn't perform like they want it to, yeah. even if it's not really the fault of the film and it's the, you know, caused by the world, the world right. Yeah, I get it. I'm terrified because I think this movie is going to be incredible and I'm dying to see what, you know, uh, 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 them finish the story. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, you know, one story that hopefully will get finished up is the Expendables and the new Expendable movie that, that they've announced. I know, you know, Sandwich, Sandwich has really been looking forward to that, right? About these. So, like, <laughs> I, I think it's, it must be a requirement if you want to star in the Expendables that you need to be either a 75-year-old man or an attractive woman because the, the, like I can't even like uh, compared to other action movies there are no there's no story in this it's just guys who show up and blow things up and then like Chuck Norris has maybe a funny line then he walks away and you don't see him till the next movie or maybe Jason Statham is like a really like he, he looks really mad at everything and then stabs stuff. That's all the movie is. And then yeah, the rock says something really impactful. And you know, my rock, uh, imp- my rock, Rocky Madon. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone impression is trash, but you know, I don't know who wanted us like another Expendables movie. I thought he was done doing movies kind of because he's like 75 and he wrapped up Rambo, I think. And he wrapped up Rocky, I think. It felt like wrap ups for those characters. So well, I don't know who was acting for it, asking for him to wrap up his character from Expendables. But the Expendables and the broken hip. Stop or my mom will shoot. I, I, I hope he wraps Stop up. Stop or my mom will shoot Estelle too. Estelle Getty has been dead for like 15 years, so I don't think they're going to be doing a sequel to that. Stop or my mom will come back. To you me. never know. Yeah, stop or my dead mom will shoot. Stop or my mom will be a zombie. Yeah. But uh, as far as... Um, Demolition Man too. You know, as far as, as what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, it's another one they'll never do a sequel to, which is too bad because I really like the first. One. Yeah, that one I would actually be up for. As it is, I, yeah, that that one I'd be okay with. I'd be okay with Demolition Man too, before Expendables. But five. as far as him, as far as him wrapping up, I think the word on the street I think is that there's still another Creed movie happening, which will open. I, I see. I heard with his. Heard they were doing it. So I heard two things. I heard Creed 3 or a new boxer, and the new boxer will be the final movie. Well, I heard I heard Creed 3, and I heard it opens with Rocky's funeral. 
That's what I heard. I don't know if that's, if that's the way they're going to handle it. Totally fine by me. But uh, that's what I heard. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I heard. And then as far as Rambo goes, I'm pretty sure it was Rambo alive at the end of the fifth film or fourth or whatever the number so. that was. Well, if yeah. he's alive, then he ain't dead. Yeah, but you I know? feel I feel like they they that was finishing up Rambo though. That was meant to be the final Rambo film, wasn't I'm it? I'm sure I read an article at one point that said the only fit that Sylvester Stallone said that the only fitting way for Rambo to die would be to, for him to sacrifice himself uh, in some glorious fashion. And that's how, you know, right. like he, he would go out. So I can't imagine that if the character lived at the end of that last awful movie um, that I couldn't even make it through. I can't imagine that they're going to, um, uh, that 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 they can't churn one more out. I would be really surprised about. That. Even though Rambo's seventy five. So, yeah, I... Clint Eastwood is seventy five. Did you see uh, what was the movie? I want to say Cadillac Man, but that's not it. What was that movie he did a few years ago? Oh, I can't. Gran Torino. It. But he was like a grumpy old guy sitting on the porch. Yeah, Gran Torino. Gran Torino, yeah. I mean, he did Gran Torino. He had to be eighty when that movie, when he did that movie. So, like, it's, you know, I don't think, I don't think we should be ageist here, uh, Mr. Scott. Well, no, I just, I heard somebody make a comment. I don't remember who made the comment about the, um, uh, basically the story, the the last one with De Niro and Pesci, which was the um, the story the of Irishman. the Irishman, yeah. And they said that even yeah. though they de-aged them. For, uh, when you're watching the action scenes, you can tell that he's fighting like a 70-something-year-old man, even though he looks like he's in his you know 30s or 40s yeah. because of the oh, yeah. DH. Yeah. So just they can't quite do the the action sequences like they could when they were a little well, younger. Well, yeah. My favorite part you gotta of go seeing in expecting these guys... That. My favorite part about seeing them in action movies is seeing them old man run away from bullets and explosions. You know... You can tell they're not really picking up any speed, but according they have to, to do it in slow mo, so you don't under, really book you don't it. realize exactly how slow they are. Right? They, they shoot it in slow mo, like yeah. oh my god, look, they're running as hard as they can, and it's probably like only slightly faster than the slow mo, but you know it's in slow mo. <laughs> you know what I mean? To cover like the fact like, that they're not running fast, city walk would blow past them. Terrible. <laughs> I mean, listen, else I'm excited for Expendables Five. Uh, Expendables Seven. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so I also wanted to again touch on some of the things that we've been talking about recently. We had a whole episode where we talked a lot about Val Kilmer, and it does look like he's got a cameo in Top Gun Maverick, which should be coming out. It was supposed to have already come out, obviously, but it should be coming out in November of this year. So, I mean, again, I'm very interested in seeing yeah, the new I, Top Gun, and I want to see I'm how they work sure... him in. I'm pretty sure that they had said that he was going to have some sort of cameo in there. I'm sure that they said that at yeah. one point. And that Tom but Cruise was adamant time... to make sure that he did it, that he was in there. Yeah. I think the first time that they talked about doing this, he was a bigger part of it. But I feel like that was before he had all his medical issues. Yeah. You know, I think the first time they kind of, you know, were, were talking about... 
doing this sequel. Well, I mean, the first real time where it was like, okay, I think we're going to do this. We should start putting stuff together. I'm sure that Val Kilmer was a bigger, I'm sure I remember reading Val Kilmer was a bigger part of it. And I think he had the health issues. And so they had to change things around. I think that's the reason these, you know, that it was delayed from the first time, the first real time, because obviously ever since like 1983 or whenever that movie came out, they've been talking about it, 89, whatever it was seven i don't know um but the the actual the first time i actually sat down we're like we're actually going to do this we just need to figure it out i'm sure val kilmer was a much bigger part of it as i recall and then but good that they're sticking a minute though yeah no it's good to good to put a minute so i think the last thing on the coming attractions would be uh looks like venom might get pushed again i mean they really want to give venom every chance to make some theater theatrical release money so they might push it again. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, you know, they're they're doing what they feel like they need to do. We have we have Shang Chi this week. You know, and feels like shortly thereafter we'll have Spider Man. So we'll have enough Marvel <clears throat> and other things too. The Hawkeye show, I think, will be soon. November. Yeah. So we have enough. Uh, we have enough Marvel stuff to keep us going. Man, you know, I was looking at the at the slate of what's coming up on on Disney Plus too. I mean, we could we could touch on what if real quick. There's still an embargo. Are we able to talk about uh, Star Lord episode yet? Yeah, that's yes, because that's because there's another one re- released since. And I saw it almost feels like people people feel like that episode is dunking on Chris Pratt because he's kind of fallen out of favor with uh, some of the some of the fans. Um, yeah, the actor, not the character, but then they're kind of dunking on the character yeah. a little bit. But uh, what what did you guys think of the T'Challa episode? I mean, I, I liked it, you know, but I I it's I don't know. I I didn't like it as much as the first one, but it could be because I have more personal connections to the first one than I do to you know to the to the 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 one we're talking about. That could be. I didn't feel it was as good a story, I think, as the first one. It just seemed a bit, you know, to me, it seemed a bit more random, you know, kind of did they really just, you know, grab the wrong kid and that far away and it was that big of a mess up. You know what I mean? Like it seemed a bit more contrived than the other one did. You know, it was like, well, who are we going to get instead of Star-Lord? Well, who else would be a kid around that time? Oh, well. T'Challa would be. What about if we just they accidentally grabbed T'Challa on the other side of the planet from Peter Quill? I don't I just I thought it was a little contrived. That's all. And the fact that they were all like, you know, they're all kind of nice. And, you know, he's like Robin Hood, you know, and the Ravagers are all like his merry men now. And like, I don't know. I just I didn't vibe with it as much as I did the first one again possibly personal connection issues but still sandwich what do you think um so i've liked the past i've liked the last few what ifs the first three ones i'm not gonna talk about the third one obviously but if we keep doing what if i really want to see some like off the wall weird ones i feel like they're definitely playing it a little safe this first season and like they're doing ones that i feel like aren't too like out there i want to see something like stupid like what if everyone had like 
what if everyone had an Iron Man armor? Or like, what if like some? I want something just off the wall. Like, no one's gonna see it coming. You want for an like, episode? You want a Rick and Morty? What if? Kind of, but like I don't know what Rick and Morty. I guess in the way that it's kind of out there, but not like Rick and Morty like graphic for you know. Marvel. No, no, no. I get it, but I mean, like in the sense that you know, on Rick and Morty, they always do, like whenever they talk about multiple dimensions and other worlds and things, they're always insane. You know, it's like yeah. the one where there's like all wooden people. Yeah. You know, like stuff like that. You like, know, like Cronenberg like, universe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that kind of thing. What if like, everyone in the Marvel uh, universe was Cronenberg? Want like, I want like a way off the wall. Even if it's just an episode. I want a way off the wall episode of what if, and then I'll be like really happy because I like these episodes. But like, I really want to see like what if this happened. No, I, you know? I like I, if someone in Marvels smokes a joint. <laughs> I would, I would, I would think that doing one to kind of test the waters on how crazy they could get would not be a bad idea. Yeah. So, I don't need a whole season of it because then I yeah. think, you know, people might not enjoy it as much. But f- personally, for me, I would love one that would just be way off. What did you What did you think of it, Scott? The T'Challa. I, I felt like, although you could say that the the choice of okay, yeah, who could we swap out for Star Lord and make it T'Challa? Yeah. That may be a random choice. And again, I think that's part of what what if it's supposed to be something some random event that changes the universe. But I felt like compared to uh, the, the first one with Captain uh, Captain Carter, this one had such huge and long-reaching impacts on the universe, right? I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, well, and, and like like Thanos, be, everybody being a good guy unexpectedly, uh, you know, all these people that just needed a positive influence. And that's also supposed yeah. to, you know, speak to the strength of the character of T'Challa and how even taken out of his life you know he didn't get his royal upbringing he didn't get what he would have had uh in the normal marvel universe but that's all inherent to him and the character i think that's what it's speaking to that he's got such strength of character that he's able to you know convince thanos to change his mind i mean for example and yeah i love that line too it's like i just talked to him about it right yeah which everybody's been saying you know you know yeah but he was able to do it uh you know and i i thought that that nebula's character was interesting and i liked having uh i liked seeing the collector and 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 its collection um again but all like i still i don't know if i don't think the voice was benicio del toro but i still benicio del toro's got that thing of playing his his characters with a very strange vocal affectation right you know he's just right he sounds weird whether it's finster from the usual suspects or the collector or wherever he is he's just got these kind of kind of like nicholas cage right i'm gonna this is how i'm gonna talk for this character and it's just no out no there. no 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 benicio del toro is an actor you don't think nicholas cage is a good actor no mm. we'll have to t- we'll have to discuss that on a very special episode one of these days well we we can discuss it right now he isn't <laughs> a nicholas cage special there's a ton of articles out there right now talking about how, even though he's pulled away from the mainstream, he's got some very powerful performances in some of these more independent he films. And some the, of them are out there he, and wacky, and some of them are good performances. 90% of his performances are exactly the same. How on earth can you say that Nicolas Cage is a good actor? He plays himself Man, in every movie. Are you kidding me? In almost every movie, it's like, you know, it's the Nicolas Cage version of... 
you know, and it's like with a heavy dose of Nicolas Cage, it's like it's Nicolas Cage and he frosted it with another character. Like he's the cake and the character is the frosting. And and again, that's 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 the analogy. I'm not necessarily saying him and Benicio Del Toro are on the same page as actors. I'm just saying Nicolas Cage likes to do weird voices for his characters that seem like a a very strange and random choice. And so does Benicio Del Toro. I just, I just don't, I just don't agree. All right, we can, we can if, move on if, from there. If the strange voice you mean is the one that Nicolas Cage uses for all of his characters, then yeah, I'm with you. But no. Do you think that "Hi" from Raising Arizona sounds the same as Ghost Rider? It sounds no, the same. No, as... but it sounds like Nicolas Cage affecting some sort of hillbilly accent. Okay. All right. Uh, you know, and, what, and, and, and what about uh, what about Big Daddy, which I thought was probably one of his best performances in the last several years. And what and he's basically Nicolas Cage trying to do Adam West. You know, like it's it's ridiculous. It's it's kind of like it, it's kind of like if <laughs> it's kind of like if I go, well, here's my De Niro impression. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? See, that's my De Niro impression. No, it isn't because it's, it's not anything like De Niro. It's one of De Niro's lines, but it doesn't sound anything like it's me, you know, doing a De Niro line. You know, that's what I'm saying. There's no Nicolas Cage is not removed. The, uh, the long hair. What's that? And he's like, a, it's like a airplane or something like that you're talking about con air speaking of vegas where i just got back from con air was filmed there and uh, that's that was what an amazing about. movie great movie the rock yeah. another great movie stanley goodspeed yeah it's like stanley goodspeed went to jail and that was and that was <laughs> and that was con air uh, i don't know all right well let's uh let's talk about a, a bunch of the stuff that's coming on, I love on disney you, baby plus bird <laughs> Whatever the hell the line was, <laughs> just stop it, Scott. All right. Oh God, we'll, we'll let going it go down a Nicolas Cage hole. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I want to just real quick talk about so much stuff that's coming on Disney Plus because it's been on the prep sheet for so long. Uh, I, so the Mandalorian season three is filming, right? Carl Weathers confirmed that. Uh, well, we haven't confirmed if Mayfeld is coming back or what's going to happen to uh, Cara Dune's character, right? We don't know that yet. Um, I believe Andor has wrapped, right? So the Andor show. What's his last name? Andor Cassian? is his last name. His last Cassian, name. Cassian is his first name. Okay. Cassian Andor. So I don't know when that is going to get uh, released, but so that's more Star Wars, you know, universe. Now that takes place. Where is that in the timeline compared to the Mandalorian? They're nowhere near each other, right? They're the opposite ends yeah, of, no, yeah. of four, five, and six, right? Yeah. Because he, because Andor, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, died before episode four. So, wow. And this is this is flashback. Uh, young Andor essentially is the series, right? I mean, not oh, young, not, but right yeah, leading up to Rogue One. It's whatever leads up to Rogue. Yeah, it's lead up to Rogue One, but no one knows. Uh, the, and the rumor is that it's going to be more than one season. Be- and I hope that's true because K two SO is not in season one, according to rumor. Mm. Yeah, we, we got to get like, the whole reason you want a Cassian Andor show is because you want to see the interplay between Cassian Andor and K2SO. 
I want to pop back though for one second though. I, I I don't know that we mentioned this or not, but I'm going to do it now. Um, did uh, we talk about the fact that Marvel Legends has a whole wave coming based on What If? No. Yeah, yeah we, we have not. So they have a whole. Yet. Yeah, they have a whole wave coming based on What If, and so it's. Uh, uh, let's see if I can remember them all. And it's Captain Captain Carter. Mm-hmm. There is T'Challa as Star Lord. There is Nebula with the blonde hair and all that. There is a zombie Captain America, which is from an episode we haven't seen yet. There is some kind of messed up Stephen Strange. There is some kind of Spider-Man vampire hunter or zombie killer or some such thing, some weird thing. Um, I feel like there's one I'm forgetting, but I don't know what it is. And then there's the Hydra Stomper which was the suit that Steve Rogers used. Oh, that's not the Builda? No, there's no no, there's no Builda in Oh wait, or is there a build? No, it's definitely that is definitely a separate. He's too big to be a Builda. They actually built him to scale so Captain uh, Carter yeah. can actually ride on his back like like in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um is there a Builda and I'm forgetting who the Builda is? Is it the Watcher? I think it's the watcher. It's the watcher. Yeah, very good sandwich. The watcher is the builder. Well done. Um, and I feel like there's another. Is at least one more character. I don't know. Anybody could look it up and and tell me. So I don't know. It's a Sylvie. Struggling. What's that? It looks like it's Sylvie from Sil- from Loki. Oh yeah, they did. They stuck Sylvie in there. That's the one I'm forgetting. So Sylvie from Loki. Yeah, and and it's the it's the blonde out. nebula from. Yeah. 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 And so that's, yeah, right. I forgot about Sylvie. So Sylvie's in there as well. And uh, so, um, yeah, so uh, they're doing that wave. And then Hydra Stomper will be sort of the deluxe. And he's huge. Uh, they showed him on uh, in comparison with the with the Captain Carter figure, which, by the way, is also bigger. It's a bigger woman figure because, you know, she gets bigger from in the episode. So, like, it's it's proportionately scaled, which is great. Um, but then, uh, just one more thing to hop on the, what if, how popular the, what if stuff seems to be is that hot toys has announced, uh, at least a hydro, a hydra stomper, uh, is on their radar on their horizon coming soon. And in the one picture they've released, of the what would be the hot toys hydra stomper there is there is something on its back that looks a lot like captain carter so i'm wondering if they're going to do a captain carter figure as well hot toys so i guess we'll have to find out i think it's interesting if uh if if hot toys starts delving into that that realm i would be really interested now that said hot toys has has said a number of figures there's any number of figures if you go to sideshow.com and you go to the coming soon section you can see figures that hot toys has either done protos for or has said is coming soon and they are not and it's been some of them a couple of years waiting so you know coming eventually may or not you know like one of them is um uh what's his name uh from rogue one actually it's the one it's one of the most requested figures ever uh bays bays the guy with the machine gun the guy who was partners with uh uh yeah what's his name the blind stickman yeah that guy 
that guy's been requested like since Rogue One came out. Because how do you have one of those guys without the other? They're absolutely a team in the same way that they put out K2SO, but they never put out Cassian. You know, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited that at least it's on Hot Toys radar. But if it actually comes out, that would be really great. I mean, the Hydra Stomper. Well, those other things, too. But the Hydra Stomper and Captain Carter in particular. Yeah. So anyway. j j just to touch on upcoming Disney Plus, right? So Armor Wars is in the works, right? With yeah, Don Cheadle. That's already, I think that's already filming. Yeah. And then, and then She-Hulk is coming, Moon Knight. Um, how about the Willow show? I mean, I've just heard that they're struggling to keep a director. That's about all I know about the Willow series. Yeah, so, yeah, it's having problems, but they haven't dumped it yet. So, we'll see. Hopefully, that'll happen, but who knows. Yeah. Is it... I'd love um, to see that. Are they going to retell the story of the movie over the course of a season? No. Or is it or is no, just, it's just no. in the universe? It's a sequel. Oh. It's definitely a sequel, and it's definitely, you know, like... Uh, it's definitely him, and uh, it's well clearly not Val Kilmer, I guess. Um, but Aww, yeah. well, what are you gonna do? No, no, yeah, no, no. It just sucks. Maybe, maybe he'll have a cameo in that too, where he doesn't talk. I don't know. But it, it kind of sucks because, or it kind of sucks because Mad Martigan was one of my favorite characters in that in, in that movie. They could kind of suck. I don't know if his do son is acting. He is, but they could use his son. His son's voice. I don't think his son is acting. Yeah, I don't think. So I'm. I've got a. I've got a confession to make at this point. I've never seen Willow. Wow, wow. All right. So put that in, on your list. In the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> write it down. Uh, Sandwich, write it have down. you seen Willow? Yes, several times. Really? Yeah. Why, why don't you tell me about it? Tell me a little something. Oh, what? Well, well, like the story? Well, what's it about? Yeah, just tell me anything about it. Yeah, well, well, so. There's some evil queen, and there's a prophecy that some girl's gonna rise. Okay, up all right, yeah, and, that's like enough. defeat her. That's it. All I so, wanted you to do is prove that you saw it. And shut up. Man. Oh, maybe one of these days I'll watch it and then do a sandwich shop on it. How about that? That would be really funny. Uh, if uh, if sandwich put together a, a bunch of questions to ask you about Willow, <laughs> to, to quiz you to see if you like paid attention. <laughs> That's the way we. That's the way we should be doing it. It should be Professor Scott uh, has a number of questions for the uh, for the sandwich to address in the sandwich shop after he's seen a movie. Oh my God, that's brilliant! It's like a book report format change. A book report on the on the movie. Why do we got a format change? Again? No, format change. sandwich shop. Sandwich shop is going good. I don't want to. I don't want to mess it up. He's getting I uh, like, out there. No, every week. I like that idea. That means he'll really watch it and not just BS his way through it. <laughs> Because if he has to answer questions, that's like accountability. And, you know, I love accountability. So just yeah. saying. Yeah. For everyone but him. Well, anyway. So, so anyway. Before we get to, to break, because we got to do that really quick, let's talk about Netflix. Cowboy Bebop uh, is getting ready to come out. Everybody seems it's uh, November 19th. Yeah. The live, uh, yeah. the live shots, the photos look really good. Um, I'm really excited about it. I know a lot of people, pardon me, people are very trepidatious about it because it is beloved if anything what i'm hoping is that this will get us a dvd or blu-ray set of the original show it's because not they out, are huh? impossible to find hmm. impossible 
what do I have, Sam? I like, didn't we like find like four of them in the archive or something? Yeah, like four volumes. I think we found like, yeah, but it was random were like numbers. Five yeah, it was and like, like two. Yeah, it was like two, three, and six or something like whatever it was. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. If we can get a box set of the original out, that would be amazing. That that really is. I, I hope the live action is amazing. I really do. But I also so, hope that that's one of the things that comes out of it is that we get a box set of the original animation. I don't want a Debbie Downer on it, but based off but of you will. the other live action animes I've seen, based off other attempts of live action anime adaptions, I am very cautious because I can't remember a live action anime adaption that has gone over well. Can, can in you any, in a movie form? Can you give me a couple of a examples form. of of anime? So they did Full Metal Alchemist. Did they? Which was a, a it's a very popular anime. They did. I know. It's a, it was I know. Bad. I I don't recall the live action one. They did Death Note. That was apparently really bad. They Death Note. They did Attack on Titan, which was really bad. They did Attack uh, they on attempted, Titan live. Well, so. Yeah, I don't remember. Was it in Japan? It might have been, but oh, like okay. it, I think it got to Netflix, and it was just not, not good. Um, it's not anime, but they did do Avatar, and that was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. In my Avatar: The Last Airbender, and now it's it's coming as a TV. And that was show, one of the worst apparently. movies I've seen in my entire life. So, it's, so yeah. here's my question I another, on that. I think live action one, which I'm. When we're talking yeah. about a, a translation show. of anime to live action, are they not going over yeah. because they don't please the anime fans, or because they don't cross over enough to draw in the non-anime fans, or both? I think it's both. They definitely don't please the anime fans. I, I think it's because... they don't please the anime fans. And then you know. It doesn't really feel like, like the Full Metal Alchemist live action didn't feel like Full Metal Alchemist really. It felt like a YouTube uh, video of some guys with props trying to reenact scenes in certain aspects. In my opinion, I'm only you know my opinion. You'll take it for what it is. I, I know I'm the young guy on the show, so my opinion might not be as seasoned as. Some of the other people on the show, Scott, but I like to imagine that I know some of the things, at least in this arena. <laughs> you know, me and Kev are roughly the same age. Yeah, uh, no, I, I mean, I want—I mean, you're an anime fan, so I want to hear your opinion on it because I don't—I don't really follow anime. I don't know too much about it, yeah. and so that's I, why I, I'm like—I'm wondering why it hasn't been all that successful translating. And, and so, because yeah, like this one, just, I, I mean, it, it can't capture what it is. Yeah. It never captures. Well, the problem is because you cannot. You cannot, in my opinion, and, and, and this becomes really difficult in a lot of ways um, for, for people's brains, is you can't have, uh, you can't be so enamored of a source material um, and then see it translated into another media and not feel a little disconcerted and it doesn't look the same. It's the fear that drives people in the industry to want to make Akira but then not make it because they can't get it to be somewhat satisfactory. Taika Waititi 
has just again recently bailed on a live action version of Akira. Anybody could have pulled this off. I would think Taika Waititi. Yeah. Uh, would, would Taika Waititi would be able to do it. And he bailed on it as well. So I think the point is, is that, that you're just not able to, you're just not able to facilitate, if you will, you're not able to facilitate um, animation into live action and have it be passable. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So not surprised. Yeah. However, it's like the every scale hole, of these things are just so, no, I'm just saying I, 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 I hope that in the case of Cowboy Bebop, that it's entertaining and it's fun and that you don't really have to rely on the anime portion of it. Because if you think about it, there's not really a whole lot of stuff there that in the show, if you've ever watched Cowboy Bebop, there's nothing really in the show that's like not obtainable in live mm -hmm. action you know what i mean like they're yeah. not they don't have anything in the show that's so like extraordinarily uh, uh extraordinary and unrealistic yeah. and so on and so forth it's like a it's futuristic like bounty hunter and you're following him around you know like it's not that weird yeah so i think it has at least a chance to be you know successful because it doesn't you know, the anime, it was just really good storytelling yeah. and good storytelling and, and such can translate from one medium to another. It's sort of the visuals. But again, I don't think there's anything about Cowboy Bebop that's so yeah. visually unobtainable in live action as to make it problematic for a live action show. So I have a little I, more yeah. faith in this, a little more hope for this. That actually doesn't make a lot of sense because you think about it, the ones I listed definitely were a lot more like heavy into like fantasy and there's superpowers and like, you know, like they did like a Dragon Ball Z movie and that didn't look like Dragon Ball Z at all. And like, but Cowboy Bebop, I do agree with you though. It's not like they're like shooting beams at each other and like fighting in the skies and leveling up. It's kind of just, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's, it's not Star Wars, but it's that same kind of like, you know, sci-fi guys on like space yeah, bikes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, so sounds like maybe we're at that point where, you know, there was a time when there was a bunch of, there were plenty of comic book movies that just weren't that great and it didn't cross over and take off until, you know, you could say, you know, like the 89 Batman or, you know, or the Superman, you know, but there was lots of movies that didn't quite catch. Right. And then, you know, today we're in this, where it's like all comic book movies all the time. So maybe we're just waiting for the one big anime crossover that not only pleases the fans, but draws in the audience that had never heard of the anime and starts the, you know, and then then we'll get a, you know, anime universe like the MCU where they just are creating these multi-year, multi-film franchises that, you know, bring in the viewers. I'm sure. I'm sure that's what everybody wants Maybe. to do. <laughs> so we'll see if that happens. Maybe. All right. Oh, should we take a break? Now? I think. I think we probably should. And with that, Mr. Scott, Mr. Sandwich, we will take our first and only episode break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode six hundred and forty-nine. Wow, what party are we having for six fifty? Six fifty next week. 649, the one with no title as yet. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. 
We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right. Here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices. Like this. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm comments. Oh. <clears throat> That's right. We want you to tell us what's mm, on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> so call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> Wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the Art, Comedy, and Pop Culture Podcast Network. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step -step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. This is David Naughton from An American Werewolf in London. And you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Live from the sandwich shop. Party Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Hefuna Studios. It's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, hear it for our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter shiny, amazing details like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a lighted part 2D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foils open into attack 
position. The laser cannons simulate firing and the engine lights power up all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on the do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get one eighteenth scale hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel, transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including Grand Crew members and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions. And I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of this system is that you're paying a little each month, as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Speaking of Build X-Wing, what was the, what was the number sandwich? 80? 88, I think. Was it 88? Fuck. <laughs> What'd you tell them? Can't remember. When I get there, we'll deal with it, I guess. I, I definitely told you. I know you told me. I thought I wrote it down, but then I couldn't find it. <sighs> Write it down. It's, it's I'm very sure it's 88. It's or if you want to know I'm scared. It up, we'll it's be, the 80. We'll be one off and then it'll be bad. It's in the 80s. It's in the later 80s. I know. We'll I'll be there soon. Just say 80. Why are you gonna be there? Get extra Kev? pieces. What's that? Why are you going to be there? Why am I going to be where? In New York. In New Jersey. New York Comic Con. Right. I wanted you to plug New York oh, Comic Con. Oh, I see. You're producing. Yes. Ah. Yes. You can uh, catch me and the sandwich all four days of New York Comic Con. Yeah. Uh, I say like that. Just because I want to make sure that everyone knows that they can come and have a photo with you. All four oh, days yeah. of New York Comic Con. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to figure out my cosplay. I'm either going to go as Mick Foley or Cactus Jack or Dude Love. Well, what about one each of the three days? Well, then there's an extra day. So then what do I do then? Then you go as Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. My grandmother said it to me the other day when she saw me. She hadn't seen me in a while. She's like, Dominic, <laughs> you look like Jesus now. Dominic. Oh, Dominic. Oh, Dominic. Oh, leave him alone. Leave him alone. Oh, Dominic. If you know what we're quoting, you can call us at the GVM line 201-730-2547. And this is some of the exciting, exciting shenanigans that people can look forward to seeing live in person at New York Comic Con. No, we're way too busy giving huge prizes away at New York Comic Con. Many we don't no, have time stop. for witty stop. banter. No, I can't. I can't, I can't start the spiel. Don't say fabulous prizes, please. No yeah, more fabulous gotta, prizes. We gotta, we gotta figure out those fabulous prizes sandwich. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we have a smaller collection than usual. I, I, I honestly, I didn't think we'd get here this year. Yeah, you thought you had more time. I thought maybe I thought I honestly 100% I thought it was going to be bagged. And I'm like, we don't need to prepare anything, but we do. 
So yeah, I too. mean, really, oh, up until last know. week, we thought it was going to get canceled, and then last week, yeah, all, all they no, really. It's, no, it's definitely it's definitely on. Hey, Scott, can you scoot a little left or scoot yep. the camera the yep. other way? There you go. So um, all they really said was uh, proof of vaccine or a test and masks at all times. Is that that's the? I think that's what I read. I don't know about proof of test, but I know for a fact proof of vaccine is like demanded. So so it's vaccine or nothing. No no a test isn't I, good I enough. Might See, be. I, I might have missed the test option, but all I saw was vaccine proof mass 24/7. That's what I saw. I mean, if that's the case, then that's the case. It's going to be it doesn't matter for us it's going to be a weird show anyway. One because honestly, we would have been pre- me in the sandwich and and fill in the blank would have been preparing for this already for a month or two at least so you know we're 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 a bit behind plus you know our we have um a new member of the show east coast scott uh is to be working on our new logo um you know which will give out in hopefully in sticker form fingers crossed um i can get that done i really wanted to do scott thank you so much by the way for screen grabbing, but you didn't screen grab the bit that I wanted. I will see if I can go back through it, but you can't really fast forward on. I know, I know on it, so but it's kind of tough to catch just it's the right, right moment. Towards the end, and he does a big teethy smile, and he gives like the thumbs up. Like I, I mean, if you're watching me during the video during sort of that bit. I mean, it's unmistakable that I like do a spit take when he does that almost because I was like, oh, my God, I have to have that. You know, so, I also got to say, also, I got to say, gotta... your your mustache looked really good in in, in those <laughs> in those filters as well. So, if, again, if you're not uh, able to watch the Instagram lives by supporting us on Patreon, uh, I would highly recommend it because not only did you get to see Sandwich's Baby Yoda, but there was some excellent... Uh, Big Kev facial hair on that same episode. That's well worth the the look. I was so enamored of the two of the filter on the two of you. So enamored. I totally forgot that I had one on myself. (laughs) So, I mean, if, yeah, I mean, I totally forgot that I had one on myself, you know, and, but I'm telling you, there's one in there, Scott, you'll see it. He does a big thumbs up and a big toothy smile. Like, and I was like, holy crap, if ever there was a sticker. So, yeah. I'll, I'll give that um, another anyway, shot. Anyway, the point is East Coast Scott will be uh, is working or, or will be hopefully diligently working on our new generic logo because, you know, we need that. Just saying. Uh, and uh, once that is uh, prepared and completed and, and all that, um Hopefully we'll get that in sticker or postcard form and everything else. And really it's just sandwich and I handing that stuff out and giving stuff away. Cause yeah. at this point in the year, like I, I, you know, like we didn't reach out to anybody with regards to um, coming to the booth, not saying that that won't happen. I'm just saying we haven't reached out to anybody yet. And the one person who usually comes to the booth, I think is still not speaking to me. So uh, no, yeah, just that aside, <laughs> that aside, um maybe doesn't i can dwell, that. doesn't want to dwell on it <laughs> i don't want to dwell on it um but uh uh and 
uh, and then sort of like the exclusives and everything else. Like, I just didn't think it was, you know, I just didn't think to ask because. Are we operating think... at reduced capacity or are we going full capacity? Us? Like con, the con engine at large. I, I think it's, I think it's reduced capacity. Which I, think. I do want to say, I will miss, you know, like it's it, it's a weird like I hate it, but I also like the fact that you know there's a hundred thousand people. But I will enjoy the fact that I can walk down an aisle and right. not have to worry about you know Maybe. fifteen dudes just standing there taking a Maybe. picture of someone. Maybe. Maybe you'll be able to do that. Maybe. No, we. I will. Why wouldn't I? I'm just saying. Maybe. No, I believe. No, I, will. I believe. Uh, I believe East Coast Scott will actually make his debut. Huh. At New York Comic Con, so we might bring some stuff to to do some and then the now. and then the introduction of sandwich on the scene, sandwich on the scene, sandwich on the scene. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, we're gonna have to figure that out too. I guess. Oh man, <laughs> so, so much, much to do, so little time. What's the dates of New York? The seventh, October sixth. I think. I think it's six, seven, eight, nine. Is six the Wednesday or six to Sunday? The I think Thursday. I think six is the when. If only we had a device that could answer every question. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, I have a hard copy line. calendar right here. The sixth is a Wednesday. Yes, then it's for us. It's the sixth through the tenth. But for everyone else who is not seven through the tenth. Yes, for everyone else who's not in our booth, which is yeah. right now just me and Kev. So uh, I'm going to say right now. No, no, I'm, my- I'm pretty sure East Coast Scott. I think is coming as well. I think. And, and my goal will be. To join the the gentlemen of Geek Stuff TNG at New York Comic Con in 2022. Had there not been a pandemic, I would have gone this year. Hmm? Just come now. Oh my god! Like I said, I just I I just gave up Guns N' Roses tickets because I didn't want to be in a big crowd. I I don't think that. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the difference. The difference is you'll be in a booth, distant from people. Yeah, but I got to be on a plane to get out there. I got to get. I got to be on a plane to get out there. That's the hard part. And I got. Yeah. Three kids and a wife that are going to want to come with me too. Yes. So, and then it's New York. It's pretty clean, I guess. I got it. You have the three kids. Yeah. Oh, good God! It's crazy. Yes. And yet, I still found already? time to produce this fantastic show every week. And well, I have to say, I have to compliment you producing it well. So there you go. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, surely with there's that, something else that we can talk about, folks. We'll bring this episode of Geeks of Team. So there was one thing just uh, before we jump into to product. There's been a show, a lot of articles about uh, Steve Emile's new show. Oh, the wrestling Amel. one, right? The wrestling one, yeah. It's called Heels. It's going to be on Stars. Yeah, and even Emile like like Green Arrow. Yeah, Amel? yeah. Green Arrow's oh. moving on to a, a wrestling show where he called Heels. Okay, and it seems to be getting a lot of good press. So. I mean, you know, I'm I'm kind of interested, what, what, but I don't have what, stars. What? Yeah, it's on stars. Yeah, no one will see it. Right. So, oh well, I would have watched it, Stephen, if you had put it on any platform that people actually have. So there you go. Yeah. Sadly, I mean, it, it looks really good. good. It looks like him and another actor I'm familiar with, but I don't know who the actor is off the top of my head. Maybe while I'm talking, I'm gonna Google it. They're like brothers, and they run like a local wrestling. Like, um, what's the word? Franchise, for like franchise uh, together, basically. Right. It looks really awesome. 
Like, it actually does look like it's a decent show, but yeah, if it wasn't on Stars, you know, it definitely have my attention a little more. I mean, uh, yeah, that's brother, the, that's the problem. Alexander with... Ludwig oh. is the brother. I don't know who that is. If you see him, you'll recognize him. He's done okay. things. Okay. It's just it's just the problem with this fraction, the, uh, dividing all of the content into the individual station that it's on. You know, I mean, right? Again, we you know we we tried to cut the cord to get away from cable, but then now it's like, oh gee, I wish there was some way to get all of these things back under one roof, right? And I mean, now it's, it's just, all kinds of cords. Yeah, I mean, really, we're we're tethered. We're we're I'm sure I'm paying as much as I did for cable for all the content sources that we currently have. And we don't Netflix, even have all Disney of them, right? Plus, Amazon Prime, and then this really? and that. And then... So, Scott, uh, buddy, um, uh, so what What do you have? That oh, maybe... let's see. Maybe I, I, I don't. I've got Disney Plus, which comes with, with Hulu and ESPN. Anybody's welcome to my that. ESPN because I don't give a damn about anything on the sports channel. Um, I, got, I got that. I got the Hulu. I, I joked when they came out with that and said, I did, actually, I'll pay you extra if you don't put ESPN on mine. You know, I don't want it. Um, and then we, but yeah, so we have uh, Amazon Prime, which comes with our Amazon Prime. Yeah, right. Uh, I have that. What else? Uh, I think we the have. HBO Max. We, um, I believe we have access to hbo max all right oh, i've seen shows on to. hbo max um and we have peacock but now, do you have free peacock or paid peacock we have like the lower version of peacock that's where... the free peacock so yeah because there are still commercials on it does everybody have that yeah. i all think right. that's available to everyone yeah yeah and then well no but i think that i feel like there's there's a there's a free and then a lower level and a higher level because I think at the lower level like you have access to all the all shows, commercials, all the shows, no but some commercials, right? Yeah. And I think the free yeah. level it's some shows and commercials, right? That and, might be. Yeah, that so I, be I think we're at the lower level because really okay. I only use that to watch um, SNL and uh, and like The Office because right. I'm, I'm doing The Office rewatch with that other The Office Ladies podcast, which I enjoy. Um, and then what else? I think we have. Uh, we have Paramount Plus. Oh, you do? Yeah. Like straight up Paramount Plus? Um, I think so. Oh. I don't know. There's so many. I mean, because I I enjoyed the, the the lower decks cartoon. Did you did have you do you have have you seen any no, of the Paramount I, Plus I, stuff? I haven't. My my uh my my ubiquitous clandestine source of Paramount uh Paramount Plus has shifted to something else until um the new seasons of trek start i think yeah so i mean i watched i got it because i wanted to see picard and uh britney is a big fan of the big brother so she watches that show on paramount plus oh really um, yeah I, I know i know it's i mean hey Come what are you gonna do on. Um, i mean survivor yes but but big brother oh my she's i have, been a I fan have of a big brother paramount plus oh yeah what's the beef they took away an episode of spongebob that i liked and censored it away and like erased it from history basically never had out but episode of what spongebob oh it did no it's, yeah. it's the mandela effect that never actually happened that that no, episode no, you did. think no, it happened but there was deal. never that episode it, it was the panty raid episode they took it oh. away <laughs> oh yeah yeah it wasn't that long ago when panty raids were okay no but like they delete it from a lot of places because it could be know, on youtube probably but that'd be probably the only place unless you had like an old DVD because 
I guess they've deemed it a little risque. I wonder if a friend of the show, Stephen Banks, the former head writer of SpongeBob, was uh, involved in that episode. We he might have been because I think he, I think the time frame matches up to when he was working on it in the season well, it came out in. There you go. Perfect. Okay. So, so just, um, yeah. So, what else, Scott? Is that it? Well, so while we're talking about yeah. Paramount Plus, I was just going to say that season two of Picard is slated to have Q in it. I liked season one of Picard. Did you get, did you get to see that, Kev? I did. I did. I wasn't so enamored of Picard as I thought I would be. And I didn't like, uh, I did not like discovery. See, I haven't, I haven't discovery is on my list. And then what's yeah. the other one? There's, there's two, right? There's lower two decks. Lower, well, lo- lower decks again, lower decks was amusing, but it, it's still right. not as funny as uh, the Orville, right? I mean, the Orville does funny Star no, Trek. No, the better Orville than Star Trek. is brilliant. Yeah, it was perfect, and that's supposed yeah. to be coming back. That is coming back, but I don't know when. It seems like that's long delayed because I feel no, like we're he, way yeah, overdue. It is, but he he has definitely said that that's coming back. So. That was that show was so good because I mean, honestly, it it's not a straight out comedy. It does. It's just a slightly funnier next generation right i mean it's yeah because it's, no, it's way funnier but it's you know i mean i i, I like i like it for what it is you yeah know, it, you can it, look at it as a comedy or a sci-fi or whatever but i like whatever it is i like it yeah it because so. it gets the it gets those moral dilemma star trek plot lines yeah. like pitch perfect as well yeah i liked it um and uh if you're talking about the new one it's pike oh uh, okay i don't think it's called pike though i think it's like to boldly go or <laughs> so it's it's the 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 commander is christopher pike though and they pulled a christopher pike from discovery i think that's where he appeared and that's the christopher pike that is going to be the head on that show right so yeah I'm so pretty I... sure oh it's kind of a discovery spin yeah i, I haven't had um, the paramount plus long enough and had the time to get back and watch the Star Trek stuff, but I want to. I want to see Discovery and, and these shows to see if I like them. But I just me too. Maybe been able to uh, get maybe uh, we we can help each other out there. Yeah, Tom. And do you have and do you have AMC? No, no. We're going to talk about that in a minute too. Actually, we'll talk about that next. But I think Dom has something he wants to say. Oh, I don't have to watch Trek, right? I don't <laughs> have to. Uh, right up until you said that, you didn't. <laughs> So, There's so much content. So you're saying you're okay. you're a Star Trek, you're a Star Wars guy, not a Star again, Trek guy. Again, I'm not anti Star Trek. It's just I've no. tried watching Trek, and I just really had no interest. You know, here's the thing: it's not that you have to so much as you have to, and it's because it's an important part of the culture. So you at least should at least be familiar with what we're making fun of. Well, I'm, I'm familiar with like some of the aspects of it. I don't know like everything. You're not, like... not going to backpedal out now by saying, no, Kev, I'm going to say yes to the bare minimum thing that you're saying I should have in order that I don't have to go through and, and experience the bare minimum. Well, I know like... what you're doing, Sandwich. This is not my first rodeo with you. It's like a lot of years of content. That's fine. We can talk about how we can uh, you know, we can talk about how we can address those years of content. You know, for example, you have to do Shogun, the miniseries. Uh, well, that's a bunch of content, isn't it? Oh, so that's different, though. That's that's four episodes. This is like 50 years of content or 40 years. Well, of content. you're not clearly not going to do 50 years of content. It's 60 years, but you're not going to do 60 years of content 
in uh i don't think it's quite 60 um but you, whatever it is 55 years whatever it is, you, you're not going to do all of that content all at once you see we got to figure out a way to break it down a little bit you know what i mean that's how we do it and that's how it's entertaining and not monotonous yeah yeah i mean for that's the it. Listener, you, you have to for you it could be monotonous as hell <laughs> who cares but for the listener, it needs to be entertaining. Yeah. And, and that's just it. It's like you have to kind of – you go through like, okay, this is the show that I'm going to try to squeeze in. And it's hard. I mean, we all have a lot of stuff going on, and there's yeah. way too much content out there. And, and so, I, I mean, just just speaking of the Paramount stuff and back to Stars real quick, the other good thing that they had was American Gods, but that got canceled before a – it got to completion, right? They did three seasons. Yeah. I haven't seen season three yet. Was American Gods canceled? They're not coming back for a season four, and it does not wrap up with the end of season three. So, yeah. I, did 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 it say that it had been canceled? Because that's news to me if it had been canceled. I hadn't heard that. You, no, I, I, I saw that it wasn't coming back, and then well, I immediately... Means, but that doesn't mean it's canceled. It could be COVID delayed. No. No, I, I mean, I'll double check right now, but I am sure I mean, American yeah, I Gods got canceled. Right now, but, you know. But that was, I mean, that was really good. Did you watch that? What the going on with American Gods? Yeah. You know, because I also heard that they were going to spin a Nazi boys out of that show. So the fact that it, it, if it was canceled, that seems a little weird to me. You yeah. know, it's done. Oh, it says canceled? A spokesman from Stars said that will not return for fourth season right wow and when that when that announcement came out which has been quite a while ago now my first thing was well damn i haven't even watched season three should i even bother you know it's like well no. am i gonna waste my time especially if they're not gonna they didn't finish it in season three who cares yeah and that's then but you know, and the, the comment i got back bad. was it is still good i mean you know but it's unfortunate that there won't not be good enough an ending yeah it, that's really frustrating it's like that's why another reason why it's like on the one hand a show gets canceled because it didn't have enough viewers. On the other hand, people are out there going, well, I'm not going to watch it till I'm sure it's got legs, right? And and so those two things work against each other. Hey, we got to address this Hasbro thing before we run out of time. All right, let's, uh, let's just jump to Hasbro. So I know one of you, hopefully Scott, will have uh, the Hasbro Pulse page open that you'll be able to answer uh, to, to, to fill in some of the blanks that I have about this. But so... You know, we've been talking about uh, Galactus, the largest Marvel Legend figure ever made at well, however many inches it is. Sandwich thinks it's four feet. I don't think he's four feet. No, it's not. I, I like to joke around, but it's. I think it's like two and a half feet tall. Oh, no, it's way bigger than that. <laughs> it's like, no, it's like 20. Feet. It was like 28 no, inches. The, no, the Sentinels were like 28. No, he's way bigger. I don't think he's that much bigger. He is. He's well, 32 well, inches. 32 inches 812.8 millimeters that's two, two and, and a half feet two and a half feet a little more than two and a half but yes well the point is is that in he... two hours from filming what funding ends in two hours from filming oh it does two yeah. hours 14 minutes oh, glad i got mine um the uh yeah so largest marvel legends figure ever um and uh he was funded and he blew past uh, the Frankie Ray uh, Starfire. Is it Starfire? Is that her name? Um, Harold. And then Silver Surfer, which to me looks like the Silver Surfer they already released but repainted. So I, I don't see how that was a stretch goal, but that's me. 
Um, and the third one was another was a really sort of obscure herald called Morg. Yeah. The more recent one. And then they fucking did something that no one understands. The the last stretch goal was a doom head. The head of doom. Yeah. To put on this Galactus. I don't get it. What is there ever any time where like the Galactus I'm and sure Doom... there must be because they wouldn't do it if there wasn't. My point is, is why on earth did they not just follow the trend of putting out the other, the the other, uh, uh, the other heralds? Can you look that up, Mister Scott? I'm sure there's. If you put Galactus heralds, I'm sure the a list will come up because I know it's. Oh. I know they're missing Fire Lord for sure. Did they do Terax as a Marvel Legends? I feel like they might have done him fairly recently, but I don't. Re- I, I really just don't remember. I, I, don't I think know. recently Thor was a herald. Well, I don't. I mean the classic heralds. I'm just you know saying, I mean? like the, of which yeah. even Morg doesn't qualify as a classic herald, but Fire Lord does. So why on earth didn't they do Fire Lord? You know, and he also would have worked perfectly with the Fire Stand they created for the Frankie Ray. Uh, it's not Starfire. What is her name? Nova. Nova. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. The Frankie Ray Nova. They did this beautiful fire stand that kind of looks like the, the, and it can work with other figures. It looks like the character is kind of floating on this fire thing. It looks really amazing and it would have worked perfectly, (laughs) perfectly for fire Lord. So one, I don't understand why they went and did morgue because he's obscure you know, let me know when you have that list, Mr. Airwalker. Like missing a few. Okay. The Airwalker is one, I think. Yeah, I'm, I've got. It's not like a list. It's like an article. But the destroyer. All right, we got the, the destroyer. You got Terax the Tamer. You got Terax. Nova. Who's the destroyer? Some Asgardian thing. Oh, the armor. The destroyer was a herald of Galactus. Yeah. Wow, I don't recall that at all. The Asgardian okay. Destroyer, yeah, is that the one that was in uh, in Loki? That's the that's the one from Loki. Like that's it was the... the one that was in Thor, the first Thor movie. Right, that's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. Um, go on. T- so Terra, I don't the know. Tamer. That, did Marvel Legends do a figure of him? I don't think they did. Not 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 in six inch scale. I know they did a four inch, but not a six inch that I'm aware of. It says here Morg and the Herald Ordeal. So it says Ordeal. after dismissing Nova, Galactus was yet again left without a Herald. And they picked whom? So Galactus, Galactus located Morg, a bloodthirsty court executioner. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we so we know Morg was one. We know Nova was one. Red Fire Shift. Lord was one. Red and Shift. Who? Red Shift. I don't know Red Shift. Either. I don't know. And then what, the, is the there Invisible not just Boy. A list of Galactus heralds online. We're well, reading the list. No, you're reading an article. I want to know them in order. This is the order. Hold on. Well, now you're Surfer making me go to first. Now you're making me go to like I, Wikipedia. I know. Was the, we already did that one. All right. So it was Surfer. Who followed Silver Surfer? After Silver Surfer was the Airwalker. I don't know the Airwalker. And, I don't know. And that the character. Fire Lord. Guy. And the Fire Lord. Right. So and Fire Lord right away. The destroyer they armor. Done, they haven't done a Marvel Legends Fire Lord that I'm aware of. They haven't done a Marvel Legends uh uh uh, what was the one you just mentioned? That destroyer armor. The destroyer armor. They haven't mentioned. They haven't d- done that. Terax is next. Then 
they now see i feel like they may have done terax recently but I, i'm i'm i don't know if that's true i have to look it up and then who else this redshift dude i don't know redshift invisible boy i don't know that one stardust i don't know that one annihilation annihilator this is annihilation it might be annihilator okay i don't know who he is uh something called hunger hunger don't know and that that's the list right now and then Thor did it for a bit. morg is uh pre red shift so after nova after nova so it was surfer then nova no it was surfer and then Airwalker, then Fire Lord, then Nova. No. <laughs> yeah, it looks the like Destroyer, Destroyer Terax, Nova, Morg. Then Terax, and then Nova. And then Morg. And then Morg. The point is, you have better than half of that list have never been made into Marvel Legends. And they are obscure enough where putting them out solo on their own as part of another or as part of another wave may not they may really have difficulty making the cut for a regular marvel legends wave so why wouldn't you take this opportunity to say well we're not going to do anything stupid we're going to just put out heralds also i feel like if they had mentioned what these were at the outset they might have gotten more backers more quickly instead of scrambling and if they had said, look, we're here's all the tiers right here. If we get here, you're going to get this guy. Because what if somebody's a really huge fan of, let's say, Fire Lord and is like, I really want Fire Lord. So maybe I'll, you know, back it, get Fire Lord, sell everything else. You know, like there, I mean, okay, I'm, I, I get that that's not a regular thing to do. Sure, However, it's entirely possible that somebody could choose to do that, which would help the project overall i think galactus was was fantastically mishandled in this regard and this doom head thing yeah over one of the more obscure heralds is just stupid but wait i'm gonna pull i'm gonna go a little bit higher viewpoint here and tell you that they have announced and started before galactus ends they've started the transformers one now scott what's that called What's what called? The the new they just started a Transformers. If you go to the front page of Hasbro, I can't remember what his name is. They just started a Transformers uh Haslab. Victory Saber? Yeah, Victory Saber, which is a combination of two or three different characters um that they're doing, and you're able to combine them into Victory Saber, right? Um as as I understand it, because I'm not a Transformers fan it seems like it's a pretty popular choice. Like people are digging it, which is great. The price point is only 180, which I think is strange that if it's only 180, why a HasLab? And it's almost halfway funded right now too. I mean, yeah, it funded almost instantly at 180. It would fund almost instantly. Yeah. Transformers guys don't get a lot of shit. And so that, you know, at 180, they're certainly going to, they're certainly going to take the opportunity to get it. And again, it's like three different um, characters and the three individual robots create three different individual sort of 
uh, vehicles and then those combine into victory saber and and so on and so forth so um there's that whole that whole thing has begun but again it's begun on the heels of galactus right so let's say you're a marvel fan and a transformers fan and you've just laid out four hundred dollars for galactus and now you gotta pop another 180 out for the transformer yeah you have time what is it 45 days yeah it's it october is. 10th so galactus ends yeah. right now yeah and so you then... have october 10th well guess what else they announced what go to the hab lab uh, the Haslab tab and they've just announced that the black series star wars black series mm -hmm. six inch scale rancor yeah is coming going in the fall to launch in the fall so what if you're a Star Wars, Transformers, and Marvel fan? You're get and if that Rancor is less than four hundred dollars, I'ma be shocked. I'ma be completely shocked. So we're talking about four hundred for Galactus. Uh, let's presume four hundred for the Rancor. It's at least three. I would say. I'd say it's going to be probably four, and then another buck eighty on top if you're a Transformers fan. Why on earth are they stacking these things together? Why on earth are they not spreading them out? Why aren't they doing like one a quarter? You know, they've got nearly, they, they could have nearly the entire year covered if they did these one per quarter. Why are they stacking it up on fans? One every three months, if they did it, is, is enough. And you know what else is fucked up? Is that Galactus is a year away from delivery. But you got to pay for it now. You don't. But you you got to pay for it now. Yeah. Which you know what? That's the model. I don't. I, I have a problem with the model. But we're not. We're not discussing my problems with the model. What we have. What we're discussing is, they're going to be into, if this pace continues, they're going to be into at least the next Marvel Legends Haslab be, well before this one even lands. You know what? Though? And that's what's that's the pattern because the Sentinels are going to start shipping in September. Which is next month. But Kev, as long as they're funding, what do they care? I mean, I mean, you know, I know. that's the only I mean, thing that's, that's going to stop well, them is know, if it doesn't fund. Point. You know, the point is, is they. Sh I feel, I really feel like they're not really considering fans when they do these things. I mean, this Haslab thing has gotten. You know, I wrote a whole article about how Haslab has gotten just way the fuck out of control after the last. Uh, between the uh, uh, the Razorcrest debacle and, uh, you know, and all the stuff that happened last time, you know, it's just gotten out of hand. It's abusive. If you collect those, those three lines, you're being abused by Hasbro right now. Because what's your opportunity? I mean, what's your, your, your option? You know, if you're a Transformers fan, if you don't hit it, you're never going to get it. Or you're going to pay three times as much for it because that's kind of what these things go for after the fact. So, well, you know, like what, what, where is your options as a collector here? You can't even pace the shit out. You know, it's abusive. It's really abusive. It's the only chance anyone's ever going to get, uh, 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 only chance anyone's ever going to get to get Victory Saber or Galactus or, of the rancor or you know any of these other things that they've done it's the only chance and you're stacking it and asking you, you know you're you, hasbro's doing an unbelievable ask of fans 
if you're a fan of all three lines, you're fucked. Financially, you're fucked. So here, here's what I say. First of all, I agree with you. I agree with you, Kev. But that's no... And, and, and it is a little different than like Funko making the Comic-Con exclusives or whatever. There's only a thousand of these things or whatever that immediately go into the secondary market and the fans that actually want them just get bent over trying to get them. It's not... And that's fan abuse too, but Funko doesn't yeah. even profit from that, right? So here, HasLab is like, hey, whatever price point we put, it's funding. Uh, Galactus is at 28000 It was not even quite to 14000 one week ago when we recorded, right? Yeah. So it doubled its target in the last week. So yeah. the, the shareholders are just going cha-ching, and they're not going to care as long as they keep getting funded. The only thing that's going to slow it down is if they, if they overdo it, they go too fast, and then and the collectors can't afford to keep up with it, and then it doesn't hit their targets, that would slow them down. But as long as somebody's buying it, and clearly they are, there's no reason for them to stop because it's just about the profit. It's not about fan service. It's not about serving the fans at all. Yeah. And I mean, you I know, mean, it's a business. I, I, I get that I, I part get of it. it. But... You know what I mean? I, I, get, I get the idea. HasLab as a concept is brilliant. HasLab as execution up until this point has been, in my opinion, has been a disaster. After the first run, yeah. let me let me put a finer point on it. The barge was great. The way they handled it was great. The way they handled Unicron, great. The spacing, the pacing, the pricing, the idea that we'll never be able to put this barge in retail was the right idea for HasLab. You know? But again, I question at least Victory Saber. I question whether it could go into a store. I question whether it could or not. Yes, Galactus can't. Too big. Yes, Rancor can't. Too big. They qualify. Razor Crest, three hundred bucks. They had a Millennium Falcon that's at least as big for four hundred bucks, and it kept selling through on Target. So why? I mean, I know I'm bouncing back and talking about old issues the new issue is that they're just rushing out has labs they're just stacking them upon stacking them and without a care in the world about any collectors you know financial concerns how am i supposed to keep up not me but how is anyone supposed to keep up with their marvel legends collection um uh and then every couple of months there's a four three to four hundred dollar has lab that you have to have if you're a completist, let's say, or you're a Galactus fan in this case, let's say. And let's say I'm also a Star Wars guy. And then what? I've just finished catching up from Galactus. And I'm going to go back into Hawk for this Rancor. You can't even give like a three-month window. Yeah, honestly, it's just finishing now in what? The end of August, September, October, November. Would it have killed them to put it, to start it in November and end it? at the end of December would it have killed them to do that to give the cushion no but I'll bet you a million dollars it starts before the end of uh, Victory Saber because that's the pattern so, so. it's funny speaking of a million dollars just off Galactus alone based off of how many backers they got and the, the price they literally made 11.3 million dollars Funding Galactus. Yeah. Because they know people are going to buy it. Yeah. Because it's it's FOMO. It's fear of missing out. Yep. Oh, you don't have Galactus now? You didn't buy it in at 400? 
Oh, that's never going to get it. That secondary market price yep. of a thousand dollars. Yep. Should have gone in a Haslab. And then yep. people are going to be like, shit, I miss Galactus at four. So now when they release for BS reasons, like the Beyonder, you know, at three, it's like, I, I got to get it. I got to get it now. Yeah. There's, I mean, and, and, you know, they're, they're, they're all great examples of that. All of them that have been done so far are great examples of that because they've all, you know, the ones that have come out have all doubled and tripled in price or more. Yeah. So yeah, it's completely plausible and reasonable um, to feel that FOMO feeling, especially if you're a collector. I'm a, I'm a, a, a I collect M as everyone knows who pays attention to this program. I collect MCU Marvel legends almost exclusively. Almost. There are a couple of things. There are a couple of wheelhouse things that I get that are outside of the MCU. It's true. Don't laugh, Scott. <laughs> I exclusively a collect of things the MCU of the Marvel Legends. I'm talking about Marvel Legends. <laughs> there's a couple of things outside of the MCU wheelhouse that I will get. Daredevil, Captain America, some other things. Um, and But uh, did I get the Sentinels? You bet I did because I think it's going to make a really great display. Did I get Galactus? You bet because I think it's going to be a great display and I actually, I like the character. So it was, it was worth me getting um, from my perspective. But that said, if you're a completist guy, you can't not get these. If you're a guy who's just a Galactus fan, you can't not get this. You're never going to get the opportunity to get it again. You know, and even if I was on the fence, which I was about Galactus, I was on the fence about him, but I got it because I know that, you know, I'm going to see one one day and it's going to be posed amazingly and it's going to be a great display. I'm going to be like, damn it, I want that. And then it's going to be, you know, $800 or $1,000 or whatever. Yep. So, Never to be seen. Anyway, I hear the uh, I hear the music. Is that what you're telling me? Scott? Absolutely. Yes. So, what do you think? Is this uh, Haslab uh, Nomo FOMO or Haslab FOMO? What do you think the title of the episode should be? Just FOMO. FOMO. FOMO FO Show. Okay. So, let's do the, the plugs. Don't forget to follow us on, on all the social medias, right? It's Geek Stuff TNG on the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Instagrams. There's plenty of articles that get posted over on the, the show Facebook page. Be sure that you're liking and following there. Uh, also, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash geekstufftng, where you can, for a dollar a month, be a member of the Discord server and chat with the members of the show for $3 a month. It's the early bird special. You get these episodes uh, a day or two early and a day or two after we record them. For $5 a month, it's the bonus show, Sandwich Shop on the weekends, and twice a month you get the vintage episodes. This week's vintage episode are, that's going to come out on September 1st a seminal episode of the original Big Kev's Geek Stuff, so be sure that you're tuning in over there. And for $10 a month, you can watch all this shenanigans live on Instagram. Uh, don't forget, you can also take part in the show by calling the GVM line. 201-730-2547. Or you can send us an email. At geekstufftng at gmail.com. All right, and then how can they get a hold of you, Sandwich? You could find me on Instagram and Xbox One at Fat Dumbledore, F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. And you can find me on the Twitters and Instagrams at, at Day Scott. That's it? That's it. I mean, yeah, Twitters and Instagram. I don't do Facebook. Oh. And yeah, just find me on oh, the on the Twitters, the main place. Uh, you can find me on the Xbox One network as Big Kev GS. Liar. 
And when I'm on there, you can. And otherwise, it's BK Geek Stuff everywhere else. Do you know how many, um, just for the record, do you know how many things I just came up with to derail the show again? <laughs> like the thing that we edited out. I literally came up with 100. Like in the, in the span of like two seconds, I was like, it's like, you ever see like that thing that has the news that goes like around the building? You know, it's just like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like in Got, Times Square. Yeah, the, new, the news yeah, ticker. Yeah. yeah, it just has the news headlines going around the building. Like, I, that's how my brain works in those situations. Like, it's just literally like, it's just going around and every, it's like every single response that I could make to derail the show just comes up. And with that, folks. <laughs> yeah, and with that. There's something behind you. It's my dog. Oh. Yeah, he, the, the dog wants to go to sleep. My kids want to go to sleep. Wrap it up, Kev. And with that. Mr. Scott, Mr. Sandwich, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 649, the one we're calling FOMO, to a close, the way we end some episodes by saying, shut up, dog. Good night, Ed Asner. Wherever you are. <laughs> and on that note, we cue the music.
All right, hey. All right, good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day.